The Law School of America. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Public interest law refers to legal practices undertaken to help poor marginalized people, or to effect change in social policies in the public interest, on not-for-profit terms, pro bono publico. It is not a body of law or a legal field. Rather, it denotes the clientele they represent. Instead of serving powerful economic interests, it stands for the advocacy of otherwise underrepresented or vulnerable individuals, especially those living in poverty. It has grown to encompass a broader range of activities, typically the field of non-lawyers like civil rights, civil liberties, women's rights, consumer rights, environmental protection, and so on. Nevertheless, a common ethic for public interest lawyers in a growing number of countries remains fighting for the little guy. By jurisdiction. Public interest law is a term that became widely adopted in the United States during and after the social turmoil of the 1960s. It built on a tradition exemplified by Louis Brandeis, who before becoming a U.S. Supreme Court justice incorporated advocacy for the interests of the general public into his legal practice. In a celebrated 1905 speech, Brandeis decried the legal profession, complaining that able lawyers have to a large extent allowed themselves to become adjuncts of great corporations and have neglected their obligation to use their powers for the protection of the people. In the late 1960s and 1970s, large numbers of American law school graduates began to seek relevance in their work, wishing to affect the social issues that were so visibly and hotly debated within American society at that time. They defined themselves as public interest lawyers in order to distinguish themselves from the corporate adjuncts referred to by Brandeis. Summing up the movement's history in the United States, Stanford University law professor Deborah Rode writes, Public interest lawyers have saved lives, protected fundamental rights, established crucial principles, transformed institutions, and ensured essential benefits for those who need them most. In virtually every major American social reform movement of the last half century, public interest lawyers have played an important role. Public interest law is institutionalized in the United States. Non governmental organizations that work to promote and protect human rights using the U.S. legal system fight to protect the environment or advocate on behalf of consumers, call themselves public interest law organizations. A large community of lawyers practices public interest law in the form of providing legal aid free of charge to those who cannot afford to pay for it. However, the grim reality remains that lawyers are underpaid and grossly overworked, offering perfunctory representation. Clinical legal education, which is well established in the United States, provides opportunities for law students to do practical legal work on basic legal matters as well as more complex public interest issues, such as women's rights, anti-discrimination law, constitutional rights, and environmental protection, among others. Some law schools have public interest law centers, which advise law students interested in pursuing public interest law careers. Pro bono programs at bar associations and law firms provide opportunities for commercial lawyers to donate time to public interest law activities. Funding of public interest law. Most of the work done by public interest law organizations does not make money because their clients often cannot afford private counsel. In addition, the other activities they perform, such as community outreach, 
organizing coalitions, talking to the press, and initiating grassroots campaigns, do not generate revenue. These organizations rely on federal funds, private foundation grants, donations, state funds, attorneys' fees, membership dues, fundraising events, and fellowships for new lawyers. Federal funds and private foundation grants are the largest sources of funding for most organizations, however, funding varies based on the type of organization. For example, economic liberalism and environmental organizations follow the membership-oriented approach of leading civil rights organizations such as the American Civil Liberties Union, whereas poverty organizations are more likely to use Legal Services Corporation, LSC, funds. The source of funding influences the impact and strategy pursued. Since the 1960s-70s the amount of government funding has decreased and the kind of work LSC-funded organizations can perform has been restricted. In 1996, the Omnibus Consolidated Rescissions and Appropriations Act prohibited LSC funds for programs that engaged in redistricting, lobbying, class action suits, training for political activities, any activities directed toward reforming federal or state welfare systems, abortion or prison litigation and recovering attorneys' fees. These restrictions cause government-funded organizations to be more vulnerable to political shifts because the government has significant control over LSC-funded organizations. Because of the restrictions put on LSC-funded organizations, larger organizations such as the American Civil Liberties Union, that want to be able to engage in activities such as lobbying and class action, rely on other sources of funding. Public interest law organizations admit that the preferences of donors affect the priorities they can work on. For example, donors need measurable outcomes in order to see that their money is being put to good use. They will be more likely to donate again if there are concrete outcomes from their donations. The need for outcomes inhibits these organizations from working on more complex problems that tend to have less discrete solutions. It is easier to take on similar cases in order to attract the same donors that were moved to donate in the past. Grassroots organizing and coalition building because they are not as visible as high-profile litigation are not prioritized when resources are limited. However, in order to empower communities, grassroots organizing, and coalition building is very important and has led to significant social reforms in the past. An overall lack of funds necessary to meet the legal needs of the poor and underrepresented is one of the most significant issues facing organizations. Legal aid clinics across the country are forced to decline many of the requests they receive because of lack of resources. Lack of resources and failure to coordinate with individuals causes low-income households to obtain legal aid for less than 20% of their legal needs. During periods of increased hostility toward minorities, lawyers are forced to prioritize only the most severe violations of rights. By only being able to take the most severe cases, many people's needs remain unmet. United Kingdom. In law, public interest is a defense against certain lawsuits, for instance some libel suits in the United Kingdom and an exemption from certain laws or regulations, for instance freedom of information laws in the UK. Also, judges in common law systems can make judgments on the grounds of public policy, a related term. The Law School of America The content used in the podcast is licensed by the Wikimedia Foundation incorporated under a Creative Commons attribution, share alike license. The text has been modified for audio. The content of these podcasts is for informational purposes only and do not constitute professional advice. These podcasts are not associated with the Wikimedia Foundation in any context. The Law School of America